0: Imagine a federal acquisition process that is frictionless. No needless administrative red tape. No jumping through hoops to try something new or different. And most importantly, an environment where industry and agencies can communicate without fear of violating a rule buried in a 2,000-page document. This frictionless procurement environment is the goal of Michael Wooten, the new administrator of the Office of Federal Procurement Policy. In his weekly feature, The Reporter's Notebook, executive editor Jason Miller delves into Wooten's ideas and how this concept of a frictionless procurement system has already started. And, Jason, I would say to vendors, frictionless means sole source, no competition, direct award – I don't think that's what Mooten means, though, does he?
1: No, not at all. And that would be actually a very bad thing for a lot of both vendors and agencies alike. The concept of frictionless acquisition is not new. In fact, I did a little bit of research and it goes back. I saw someone wrote something actually on LinkedIn back in 2014 and, and from a private sector perspective. And I think, you know, I think where, where Administrator Wooten's coming from is the same concept. There's a lot of burdens that, that fall on contracting officers, fall on agencies, fall on, on vendors, and how to reduce some of that burden. And, and several times that i I've heard him talk over the last couple months, and most recently at the ACT-IAC-ELC conference in Philadelphia, he talked about this idea of applying AI, machine learning, really to take care of some of those administrative burdens that maybe agencies just shouldn't be doing, don't need to do, that can be done in, in, in much easier transactional processing type of ways. And, and even, of course, Tom, we've got to mention robotics process automation is a big part of that. But I think it's more than just this concept of, hey, add some RPA or AI to make things easier. It's how to simplify the acquisition process, how to take, you know, ensure there's rigor, how to take this idea that, hey, can we work with industry? Can we get to where we need to be in such a way that doesn't cause so much? again, I'll go back to friction or this idea of goes back to so much time effort just to buy maybe some simple things. One of the things that Administrator Wooten talked about was understanding what it takes to deliver a solution and then continue that reliable dialogue. And I think that's one of the big pieces that agencies and vendors seem to have is how do we talk? When do we talk? We've seen, Tom, four Mythbusters uh, memos, and, and, and somebody at the ELC conference actually said, enough with the Mythbusters memos. We get it. How do we go from having memos to actually having better dialogue? And I think those are all the pieces and parts that that administrator Wooten is starting to look at to to create this frictionless environment.
0: Did he give any examples of the types of tasks that could be automated or subject to AI to speed up the decision making? By I guess he means contracting officers.
1: He has not yet offered more details in terms of what he means by a frictionless environment. However, if you could just take a step back, Tom, and we both have been doing this a long time, so we know. For instance, market research could AI could, could robotics actually come into play there? You know, if you let's say, well, we're trying to buy. You know, computers. Okay, who are the companies that do computers? Instead of putting an RFI out, could the the robot just look at all everyone on the GSA schedule and say, here's the 10 companies that provide computers. I know it's a very simplified example, but I think those are the type of things that that, that agencies are starting to look at. And we see some of this in, for instance, outside of what Administrator is trying to do, but at the Department of Health and Human Services, their CIO Jose Arrieta comes from the world of acquisition. And he's applying things like blockchain and AI to the acquisition process to try to speed it up and try to, again, reduce some of the the burden that, that falls on contracting officers.
0: And you mentioned that Wooten said, well, maybe pieces of this are already in place. What did they mean there?
1: Well, one of the things that we that came out during the Imagination Nation ELC conference was this idea of a new, okay, not a playbook, Tom, ready, a periodical chart for acquisition, and it's something that Act I Act worked with OFPP on to create this idea of where is innovation happening across the government, and then, okay, how do we show that? innovation can happen and how to make it happen much easier. So, and we'll link to this, but on the FAI, .gov website, you can find what they call a periodic table of acquisition elements. And this is just fascinating. It shows you all the pieces and parts for strategic planning, all the pieces and parts for market research, pre-solicitation, solicitation, and award. And it's not just showing you, but it's actually interactive. You can click on it and get to the next level down. And, and, and the whole goal of this was to take innovation that's been going on across the government and really put a shine of light on it. And it's something that, Tom, I think I wrote about last year and said, you know, ACT-IAC, OFPP, looking for where innovation exists in government, does it exist? And, And what they've did is working with, you know, REI Systems, working with the DHS Procurement Innovation Lab, took some time and did interviews and really highlighted where this innovation exists. One example is the Procurement Innovation Lab. We've talked a lot about it and this whole idea of using reverse industry days, for instance, or, you know, the show me, don't tell me type of approach to to uh, bids and proposals, you know, using video. One thing that came up uh, just earlier this week at the Professional Services Council's 2019 Vision Conference was the idea of cell phone video oral proposals, basically agencies telling uh, industry, don't make a fancy video, hold your cell phone up and in two minutes or three minutes or whatever the timing was, tell me why you're qualified, what you can do for us to meet our needs based on this proposal, this solicitation.
0: I guess if they have a periodic table of all of these elements, they want to get the lead out of it. We're speaking with Federal News Network's Jason Miller. And when you mentioned Mythbusters, that brought up the idea of getting the word out. And sometimes, even though there's a great policy promulgated from the White House or the hallowed halls, it doesn't get to the front lines very efficiently.
1: That's a huge problem. And it's one that I've talked about several times. And, and at the ACT-IAC ELC conference in Philadelphia, I, I spoke with Leslie Field, the deputy administrator of OFPP, about that. And, you know, this idea of, okay, you put out this wonderful website, this periodical table of innovation. Okay, now how do you get people to use it? How do you get the word out? And one of the things she said was, you know, OFPP is working with the frontline forum, which is a group of uh, contracting officers who are doing contracting every single day. And, and and they bring them together to help spread the word. She also said that they're going to work with the group of acquisition attorneys throughout the government that you know gets together you know quarterly or infrequently to talk about different issues and challenges around acquisition and, and procurement law and. She said, "We're going to introduce it to them." But the real key is just promoting the, the the existence of it and and getting people to talk to other people, playing that game of telephone, and, and getting it shared. And then also really promoting successes. I mean, that's the only way you get people to change is to say, "Okay, you had a success with it. Let me see if I can have a success with it." And and you know, the biggest challenge we've seen time and again, Tom, is the risk aversion across government to try something different, try something new. And I think one of the the big things that that Leslie Field and OFPP, they recognize, is they need to be that, not just the cheerleader, but also to give some top cover. And you see it at agencies like HHS and DHS, but you need it broader and more widely disseminated so people feel like they have that top cover too. Try something a little different, not even, you know, outside the the, too much out of the norm. In in fact, Chris Hamm, who spoke at the ELC conference, he's the uh, director of FedSim, which uh, GSA says, made a really, really interesting comment. And and when people complain about this rigidity of the FAR, they, they go, you know, if you look at FAR Part 8 and FAR Part 12, and I know we're getting into the weeds a little bit, it really lets you do almost anything you want. I mean, within the law, within reason. People just have to go do it and realize that if they talk about it and and promote it and not just keep it a secret, that that FAR Part 8.4 and FAR Part 12 really do give a a wide breadth of of activity that you can do contracting-wise and get almost anything done.
0: And Jason, we just completed National Cybersecurity Awareness Month. November now is National Critical Infrastructure Protection Month. Maybe there's really no difference anymore. What's going on with respect to the federal government's approach there?
1: You make a great point. The fact is that there probably is no difference anymore. The critical infrastructure is cybersecurity, and cybersecurity is critical infrastructure. The reason why we point out these two things, and the reason why I'm writing about this, is something that Chris Krebs, the director of the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency at DHS, said about a month, month and a half ago, where he said, we understand cyber doctrine, we understand the idea of resiliency, but we don't practice it. Unlike what FEMA does during natural disasters or or man-made disasters where they make sure that the state and local people know the federal people who know the private sector people and they kind of prepare to respond to a hurricane, to an earthquake, to a wildfire. Chris Krebs said we don't do that for cyber. So I looked into this a little bit because, Tom, I remember during the Obama administration, they developed the National Cybersecurity Incident Response Plan. There was a PPD, a presidential directive policy that that talked about cybersecurity incident response. Under the Trump administration, they've put out this uh, executive order regarding working together collaboration across government to respond to a cyber disaster. Yet what Chris Krebs is saying is we don't go deep enough. We're just at a too high of a level. Krebs makes a really interesting point in the fact that there needs to be more at a lower level. And I talked to several experts who says, yes, let the critical infrastructure providers come work more closely with the government so they're not exchanging business cards during the time of an emergency or the time of a, of an attack. And I think that point is really starting to, to resonate not only with industry, which has been calling on this for the last four or five years, but now also DHS. And I think that's a good sign giving that this is now the National Critical Infrastructure Security Month.
0: Federal News Network's Jason Miller, thanks so much. Thanks, Tom. Check out his notebook now online at federalnewsnetwork.com. SMS text, 1118 AM.
1: Hey, girl. Emergency. You wouldn't believe what just happened. Are you at your desk? I ripped my skirt and like half my tush is hanging out. Third floor bathroom, please help. LOL
0: when you send messages on sms someone else could be reading them with end-to-end encryption whatsapp ensures that your personal messages are your personal messages whatsapp always message
1: privately grab a 30-day free trial of live by live plus and you'll get unlimited skips commercial-free music and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle visit livexlive.com/podcast1 to learn more and start your free trial